Good morning and welcome to Morning Meditations, a five to ten minute meditation to get you thinking about what God might have for you in this new day. I'm your host, Pastor Nate Cook, so we hope you'll enjoy your meditation for this morning. Hey, this is Pastor Nate, and this is your morning meditation for Saturday, September the 14th, 2019. Today we're going to read Romans 4, the entire chapter, verses 1 through 25. What shall we say that Abraham, our forefather, according to the flesh, discovered in this matter? In fact, Abraham was justified by works. If, in fact, Abraham was justified by works, he had something to boast about, but not before God. What does Scripture say? Abraham believed God, and it was credited to him as righteousness. Now to the one who works, wages are not credited as a gift, but as an obligation. However, to, to the one who does not work, but trusts God who justifies the ungodly, their faith is credited as righteousness. David says the same thing when he speaks of the blessedness of the one to whom God credits righteousness apart from works. Blessed are those whose transgressions are forgiven, whose sins are covered, Blessed is the one whose sin the Lord will never count against them. Is this blessedness only for the circumcised or for the uncircumcised? We have been saying that Abraham's faith was credited to him as righteousness. Under what circumstances was it credited? Was it after he was circumcised or before? It was not after, but before. And he received circumcision as a sign, a seal of the righteousness that he had by faith while he was still uncircumcised. So then he is the father of all who believe but have not been circumcised in order that righteousness might be credited to them. And then he is also the father of the circumcised who not only are circumcised but also follow in the footsteps of the faith that our father Abraham had before he was circumcised. It was not through the law that Abraham and his offspring received the promise that he would be the heir of the world, but through the righteousness that comes by faith. For if those who depend on the law are heirs, faith means nothing and the promise is worthless, because the law brings wrath, and where there is no law, there is no transgression. Therefore, the promise comes by faith, so that it may be by grace and may be guaranteed to all Abraham's offspring, not only those who are of the law, but also those who have the faith of Abraham. He is the father of us all. And it is written, I have made you a father of many nations. He is our father in the sight of God, in whom he believed, the God who gives life to the dead and calls into being things that were not. Against all hope, Abraham in hope believed, and so became the father of many nations. Just as it had been said to him, so shall your offspring be. Without weakening in his faith, he faced that his body was as good as dead since he was about a hundred years old, and that Sarah's womb was also dead. Yet he did not waver through unbelief regarding the promise of God, but was strengthened in his faith and gave glory to God, being fully persuaded that God had the power to do what he had promised. This is why it was credited to him as righteousness. These words, it was credited to him, were written not for him alone, but also for us, to whom God will credit righteousness, for us who believe in him who raised Jesus our Lord from the dead. He was delivered over to death for our sins 
and was raised to life for our justification. Wow, that's a lot of words to say a very simple truth, and that is this, that Father Abraham had many sons, and many sons had Father Abraham. There's an old song that we used to sing when I was a kid that went like that, and you would sing it a bunch of different times, and one time you'd move your arm, and then your other arm, and then your legs, and then rock your head back and forth, and finally you turn around, and then in the end you just sit down. But the whole song is about that we are all children of Father Abraham. And this passage is trying to say, first and foremost, that it wasn't circumcision or the law or any of those things that justified Abraham, that made Abraham right with God, is a better way of saying uh, justified. And so Abraham believing God is is how Abraham uh, received the promise of God. It wasn't because Abraham was circumcised. It wasn't because Abraham followed the law. In fact, this passage says that Abraham believed God before he was ever circumcised, and he believed God before the law had been given. And so it is not so much the outward things like circumcision and the law that make us right with God, but it is faith and belief. And that's what this whole chapter is about. Uh, Paul is also dealing with an issue in the church here where Gentiles are being forced to be circumcised by some Jews, and it's causing a lot of issue in the church. And Paul is basically saying, no, that's not what makes you... Uh, a follower of Jesus, not these outward things like circumcision and following the law, but it is the faith of Abraham that makes us right with God. And uh, even David, he brings up David, says the same thing. Blessed are those whose transgressions are forgiven, whose sins are covered. Blessed is the one whose sin the Lord will never count against them. So here is the thing. Um, our outward act- actions being circumcised, following the law, those kinds of things. The outward actions that we express all spring from what's inside. So so as Christians, we do follow the law. We don't steal. We don't kill people. But we do it because we have been made right with God through faith. And so we want to live in ways that honor and please God. And so this is making sure we don't get the cart before the horse. It's making sure that we understand, and uh, originally the, the church in Rome would understand, that it's not through any kind of outward observance of the law or following the rules, but it is by believing God. And it's in that belief that it is credited to Abraham as righteousness. So trusting God, believing God, putting our faith in God is how we receive the salvation, the forgiveness, the grace, the mercy that God has lavished upon us. Now, one thing I would like to bring up, and and at the end, um, obviously Paul is putting Abraham as like the the, uh, prototype, I mean, mean, just the archetypal, the, the supreme example of faith. But we know in Abraham's life that there were times that he struggled with his faith and that God helped him along. And so I think we need to keep that in mind, keep the entire scripture in mind, like the time before Abraham uh, really had grasped everything where he, he kind of stumbles and he questions. Um, so because it helps us as we walk in faith to realize that there will be times 
um, that our faith is not as strong as maybe it is at other times. And so, uh, but what Paul is trying to get at here for um, the church in Rome here is that it is through faith that we're made right with God and not through any kind of action. And that's good news because our, our salvation, our redemption is a gracious act of God that we have an opportunity to trust and to believe and receive. And at the very end it says this, Christ was delivered to death for our sins and Christ was raised to life for our justification in order to make us right with God. So if we can believe that, that's where faith comes in. And that's when we too will be made righteous. Hey, that's just a thought for this morning. And I hope you have a great day. Well, thanks again for joining us for this morning meditation. Hey, do us a favor, rate us on iTunes or even leave some feedback about our podcast so that other listeners can know how much you enjoy your morning meditations. Hey, have a great day.